Steven, yeah. let's just get into it. Let's get into the controversy. Okay. Okay. Something that uh, is going on in the world that not many people are talking about but needs to be addressed. Sure. I'm talking about the various spokespeople for insurance companies in commercials. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you seen the new Jake from State Farm? Wait, what? Oh, you're not aware? Oh, no. yeah, you don't watch commercials. Mm-mm. You don't have a subscription Mm-mm. to commercials. No, I, I cut that off as soon as you, I could. You got you to gotta resubscribe. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> I don't know, man. You got to do it. You got to do it for the show. You got to see this Jake. <laughs> so, you know, the old, uh, the old commercial from like, it was like a decade ago, I think, where oh, wow, it's probably. like the, the um, middle-aged white man is on the phone. Yeah. And his wife comes downstairs. He's talking on the phone to, uh, and it sounds like he's being lewd mm. and whatnot. But uh, he's like, I'm talking to Jake from State Farm. Wife yep. gets on the phone. Hi, Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing? And then it cuts to, you know, kind of a, a pudgy white guy. He's like, er, khakis? That guy? <laughs> yeah. That was like the totality of the commercial. Mm-hmm. Again, about a decade ago, they've brought it back. Uh-oh. Same, and this new Jake. Same script? Pretty much, yeah. Mm. It's actually the same footage as the old one <laughs> until it cuts to the uh, the call center is for it State really? Farm. Yes, this yeah. is bizarre. It is fucking weird. And you can't been, just replace you know him. Uh, the the new Jake, yeah, handsome African American mm. gentleman. Oh, okay, it's charming as hell. So they're but yeah. also that kind of shits on the joke. I think that it's I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like what why? Why bring nobody was like clamoring for for Jake from State Farm? It yeah. could have just been a new character. Well, when you said he was black, around. I was like, oh, this is them being like Black Lives Matter, guys. Right. <laughs> right. Everybody. We, we, we switched it. That was obviously a role for a for a, a, a person of color. We took that other Jake out of there. All right. Mm-hmm. And it's I, like, I that's feel like this happened um, pretty close to the beginning of uh, the quarantine. Okay. Um, so some additional uh, videos or commercials were filmed where he was interacting with live humans, but then mm-hmm. later on, it's just like him in a room. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know why they would bring that that character back. Do you remember back in the day oh. where the uh, Geico cavemen had a oh, TV yeah. show <laughs> briefly? <laughs> it's so weird. Think, still, I think Nick Kroll was one of them. That's Which right. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's bizarre. And then even more controversial. Mm. Get ready for this. Y'all ready for this? Do do do. Thank you. Jamie from Progressive. Mm-hmm. Do you know who this character yeah, is? Yeah. He's the guy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now look, I think Progressive does solid commercials, much like Geico, but uh, when they have commercials that focus solely on Jamie, I'm like, what happened to Flo? What'd you do to Flo? Yeah. You know? Because everybody I'm, loves I'm, Flo. Yeah. I'm not I, a big uh, fan of Jamie. Yeah. I see him now. Yeah. I like uh, I like some of the, the stuff they do with him, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's important that we keep Flo around. Uh, everybody, like you said, everybody loves her. She's funny. Yeah. She dresses up uh, a la Eddie Murphy. And coming to America or the Nutty Professor as different characters, mm. but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. I hope she's okay. Flo, are you okay? 
She's probably like, I didn't ask for this fame. Yeah, please email us, you know, uh, at Mm -hmm. the super long email in the description of this episode. Yeah, just copy it. Just, yeah, copy it. Easier to copy it than it's for even to read it. Yeah, just like tap on it, I guess. Just let us know you're okay. Yeah. Flow? Mm -hmm. Let's make sure your flow is flowing, Flow. Are you Flow K? Wow, Brent. You did Mm -hmm. it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You should you should actually tweet them <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not a big fan of commercials. I don't think many people really are, but uh, um, I definitely steer steer clear of them when I can. I watch a lot of apps that just don't have commercials, so I don't see them. But uh, we've had Hulu. you watch a lot of apps. I watch a lot of apps. I watch a lot of Zerts. Um, <laughs> I love I love mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Um, some calamari. If I'm of course. Frisky. You Wait, know? do you like calamari? I do. You're classically a su- I, seafood denier. I forget about adding that because uh, shrimp is my main real seafood thing and basically fried and generally small. I just want popcorn shrimp. I like popcorn shrimp. But oh, yeah. calamari, mm-hmm. uh, if it's made right, mm-hmm. and it's not like rubbery and stuff. Yeah, I can get into that. We used to have that when I worked at Carino's. It's like one of our appetizers. And, uh, oh, yeah. I would make that for myself. It's like one of the. I'd be like, I hate myself. I'm drinking all the time. I'm gonna eat a calamari to myself. It was were like they like, <laughs> were they, were they already like? Did they come pre-breaded? Oh, we no, we did it right in house, man. We so uh, you would have like handfuls of just like squid, yeah, that you would me. throw in batter. Well, here's the thing: it's it, we made it easy because we had these little clear bags. Mm-hmm. Fast. That's it, actually. Restaurants were kind of hellish for me, but I'm still fascinated by I'm I'm fascinated by logistics in yes. general. Mm-hmm. And so uh seeing how people like create things to make them fast in a restaurant has been really interesting to me uh over my short career there. Uh but what we would do is we'd have like little like Ziploc bags essentially that we would pre-portion out the right amount of calamari and then you just do a scoop of milk and you slosh it all around in the bag and then you do like a scoop of the flour, like our our breaded flour mix. And mm-hmm. you slosh it all around, and then you just like dump the bag out into the fryer, and you're good to go. You literally never have to touch anything at all, unless you're portioning it. So it's mm. kind of badass. It was like always easy, so I didn't have to touch it because I really that it's a pretty slimy texture. I wouldn't be down for that, to be honest. But was it the like the squid, like with the tentacles, and also See, I can't the do that. rings? We have both. Yeah, I can only do the rings. I can't do the actual little like squid parts. Oh, you, can you gotta tell. do it. Uh, oh, no, it makes you feel me. so powerful. It's like when people are like, like especially here, like, uh, like I don't remember what people call it, crawfish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they have like boils and stuff down here for that. And people are like, yeah, you gotta crack the head open and suck out the juice. And I'm like, you guys, we are on different planes of existence. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and some people are like, it's great. It's like a delicacy. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Same thing yeah. with calamari. Yeah, I don't need to see it. You know, um, I think we should both acknowledge that my voice just cracked as I was saying. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how today is going to go. I uh, heard your balls just dropped. Congratulations, sir. I'll pick them up. It's OK. They won't, they won't roll too far. <laughs> they're not that big. Oh, they're on the carpet. They're getting oh. fuzz all over them. It's like whenever you get one of those like quarter machine, like sticky hands that you could like with like the long strings on them, (laughs) you know, and after like 30 minutes, they just be covered in fucking fuzz. (laughs) That's your balls. (laughs) Um, The the other thing I was going to say is regarding eating the squid calamari Mm. is I like to pretend that I am a giant, giant person. And I've found the um, uh, like a kraken at the bottom of the sea. 
Love it. And it's just so tiny to me. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, hell yeah. I would love the fact that you would be so big, you could fight a Kraken and be like, I'm going to deep fry this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to eat him. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. So you like calamari. Oh, I like everything. Yeah, I'm not that's a picky true. eater. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you, like, do you seek I, it I, out? I, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if if we go somewhere, uh, a nice Italian restaurant mm-hmm. or you know a bad a, Italian a restaurant, one, sure. Yeah, uh, then uh, and it's on the menu. Then yeah, we might mm-hmm. spring for it for getting an app. You know, we've gotten it before at, at other places, and I hate it sometimes because uh, at least here, like sometimes it's like, yeah, get this calamari appetizer. It's eight dollars, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know that I like calamari that much. I liked it at Carino's because it was all free. I could just <laughs> eat whatever I wanted, and it was all free. So that was fine by me, but uh, I don't know if they really want to pay for it. Amanda's not going to eat it, my wife, you know, so. She does, she's not down with shrimp Ooh, nor calamari? None of that. Definitely yeah, nope. calamari freaks her out. We've, we've made her try it before because mm-hmm. I figured it's just breaded and it's like just a ring. You can't really tell what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also she had bad experiences with it. She had some pretty like rubbery ones, you know. Mm-hmm. That could be she bad. got attacked by a kraken. She did. Mm-hmm. Facehugger jumped on her nose and she was like, wouldn't let go, you know. She was like, I can't mm-hmm. do it yeah she's like to this day i can still smell the breading um <laughs> it's very upsetting for her. It, was, it was already cooked and shit <laughs> yeah it was cooked mm. it's still alive still alive. attacked her man it was bad anyway yeah. we're not going back to olive garden so yeah mm. yeah i don't know you know sometimes when you're here you're also food it. to us yeah <laughs> come in the back we won't cook you and yeah. serve you to all of our guests Hide the mallet. Hide the mallet. Don't let him see. <laughs> What's that cool. rope doing there? <laughs> yeah, that's the way to play it. But yeah, um, but yeah you know, uh, on a good day, if I'm feeling frisky, I might get some calamari, you know? so Interesting. Yeah. I think it's important that we remind the listeners that your last name is Fisher. Okay. Continue. I think that's very important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, ancestors. I'm not living up to the promise. Mm-hmm. My yeah. bad. But uh, I think on that note, not living up to the promise, that really mm-hmm. kind of segues great into our show. So uh, what do you yep. say we're doing it? Now, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome yeah. Yeah. to Let's Talk About Stuff. Steven, who's our guest for today? Uh, your sticky balls. Oh, my God. Get Finally. them on the air. Throw them th- get, get another microphone. Put them on, down below. <laughs> no, you know, we're not, uh, we're not doing a guest today. It feels kind of no. weird, actually. You know what? I'm being honest. Um, I'm sorry, listeners. It's going to be a bad one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just we, us. We don't have anyone, Ooh, we're sorry. We don't, we don't have anyone to host the show for us this time. <laughs> but you're still going to peace out in like five minutes, right? Just leave me to it. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff to do today. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, mainly napping, but you, you get it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. Well, what did we say? We just do this and then uh, neither of us edit it either. Yeah. Okay, that's Just cool. Just put it online and say, listen, we know we have no guests. It's going to be bad anyway. We might as well go all out. Yeah. Look, you post your track. Next day, I'll post mine. Okay. It'll be fine. People we get to, can play we get to one increase our episode numbering. <laughs> yeah. They can, like, have two phones playing, like, one at a time in oh, each year yeah. Yeah. to make them cross over. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. a fun event. Oh, you know what? It's a great time for getting together with your friends and family, sitting around <laughs> close proximity. <laughs> Listening to a terrible podcast together. That's the best. That's we, great. LTAS brings families together. That's right. We've been saying when you're here, years. your family and also food, as established previously. <laughs> I like this because it maybe this was great because the other day I was thinking, uh, I don't remember if I've talked about this on the show before, but 
I used to watch um, Tales of Tales from the Crypt, the show. Okay, yeah. Uh, all the time with the Crypt Keeper. I used to love that show. He used to scare the shit out of me. I've been mm-hmm. uh, talking to Christian, my nephew. You know, I was making him a, a horror movie list, a scary movie list. And so I've been thinking about this show because I was like, I was younger than he was when I used to watch Tales mm-hmm. from the Crypt, which was, uh, as far as I remember, a very adult show. I think it was on HBO um, when I watched it. But anyway, there's one episode, my favorite episode, is about this diner that's like going out of business. Drive-ins and dives, right? <laughs> Guy Fieri's in, in it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he keeps calling the Crypt Keeper money. Yeah. He's like, your haircut is so money. The Crypt Keeper, yeah, is trying to do his his Crypt show, you know? He's trying yeah. to be trying to be cool. And uh, Guy Fieri just keeps jumping in and saying, Flavor Town. <laughs> and he's like, get out of here. I don't know. Guy Fieri do takes out his tattoo gun and puts some flames <laughs> on the Crypt Keeper's arms. Oh, man. I mean, that'd be like pretty badass in the Crypt Keeper, I think. Like that could be yeah. canon. Yeah. I'm down for that. But, uh, okay. but yeah, there was this episode that's like a diner. I don't remember it very well. I want, that's why I was thinking about it the other day. I wanted to find it and watch it again, but, uh, they're like going out of business, something like that. And there's some, some part of the plot is that there's like a guy who I think is trying to shut them down. Something like that. It was a guy, Fieri, trying to shut them down because they <laughs> ain't flavor town. And, <laughs> and, uh, somehow, you know, they, they like accidentally kill him. And they're like, what are we going to do? So they put him in the freezer. And then somehow, again, like, I don't remember the details. Somehow, the next day, someone um, cooks a little bit of him and serves him. And they start getting rave reviews. (laughs) So everybody starts coming to their diner. So they have to kill more people to serve more people as, like, fake burgers. And it's so fucking creepy. And I just remember it, like, really well uh, as, like, an episode that, like, really stuck with me. So... Basically, mm-hmm. it fits, you know, I'm saying that, like, if Guy Fieri wants to run an Italian restaurant where, or, like, just, really just a, a, an Olive Garden, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where Cannibal Garden. He, he, Cannibal Garden. Mm-hmm. Man, I think that's, it's an Eli Roth movie, right? I think I saw that. I, it could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just, you know, it might work. I'm down for that. Yeah, that'd be, hmm. But I need that's to find a solid, episode. That's a solid premise for, uh, yeah. for an episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Was it funny? I remember it being like somewhat humorous because it would come on like UPN back in the day, Mm. late at night. And I'm sure it was like edited within an inch of its life, but maybe it was still, you know, something I I, I could watch. Yeah, I always thought his was like, it's like a, the Crypt Keeper himself, I think it was really funny. He used to crack jokes and stuff. Um, I still love that character design. The whole like Mm -hmm. art direction of that show was really cool. Like the the Crypt Mm -hmm. part of it, at least, um, if not the actual episodes. But um, yeah, I... That's like one of the things I would love to revisit. I haven't seen it in so long, but uh, they were definitely, yeah, it was always humor. I mean, even I remember the last shot of this, or at least like relatively the last shot of this episode I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, they're all dark and upsetting, but it's like in a very funny way. Um, so yeah, stands by for sure. Uh, Tales from the Crypt is a comic book property. So that was a, mm. an early version of that, I guess. Yeah. Before it was like uh, comic stuff was uh, so mainstream. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's see. Tales from the Crypt. I would love from to read some of those. 1989, season one. Mm, yeah, uh, perfect timing for me. I was four. Uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I told you I got in uh, there early. Not, uh, not streaming anywhere that I can tell. Um, let's check season that's seven. Let's check season seven. Hmm, no. Weird. Okay, well, we tried. Wow, that really bums me out 
Mm-hmm. I gotta look for that. Is there like to buy? Did you see that? It's just not streaming anywhere. Can you at least like? Buy uh, it? Yeah, you can probably buy it somewhere. I imagine. Um, I was just looking for streaming. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I've had to do that with like. Um, I have some episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark, like a pack yeah. from iTunes, and I have some of the Treehouse of Horror episodes from The Simpsons. That way, because oh, I was like, yeah. I can't find him anywhere. It's before Disney Plus and stuff, so I was like, I couldn't really find him anywhere. And uh, I, I, I wanted them enough. I knew I would watch them enough. Maybe I need to take the plunge and purchase uh, a season of Tales from the Crypt or something. Check yeah, I don't, I don't see Tales from the Crypt on iTunes. Oh, maybe I should spell it right. I put Tales Drum the Crypt. And they're like, try we don't from. have that. <laughs> no one knows what that is. No, it's still not on there. Wow, bastards. Interesting. Bastardos. I don't like that. No. All right. Man. Well, we'll all burn right. it down. Yeah. But there's another one. I don't talk about Tales from the Crypt very often, but that was also very formative for my youth. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What have you. But um, branching from that, uh, I had mm-hmm. sent you a, a picture yesterday that I'm going to probably put on Instagram, I guess. But uh, on my I, they, I, they have um, some restrictions on what you can post on there. So you can't put your um, your camel toe impersonation on there. But Chris Are Evans. you talking about this other one? Chris Evans just showed his penis. What? Did you hear about that? No. Oh, man. I don't know if it was on Instagram. I think it was. Chris Evans, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was like a video. I don't know. I didn't get all the details, but it's like he was, I guess, scrolling through his camera roll or put part of his camera roll on the screen. And there was like a clear like outline. There's like a a shadowy picture of his dick. (laughs) And uh, oh, yeah, he was trending so hard last night. Get it? Oh, Uh, yeah. Both yeah. Chris Evans and Captain America were tweeting or were, were, were uh, trending on trending. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite was so I didn't see that. I saw the picture of it somewhere else, but someone posted it and they were like, uh, uh, "Of him as like Captain America," and they were like, "Yeah, that's America's dick." <laughs> yeah, it's out there, man. Go check it out. Go go go. Wink went out to it real quick. Oh, okay, okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. Go find you gonna it. hold down the fort? I'm gonna hold down something. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stave it down. But yeah, he. Uh, I don't know exactly how it happened, but somehow he accidentally showed a, a dick pic from his like camera roll uh, to the whole world. And everybody's like, good looking dick, sir. So, oh, OK. I People you. were responding positively. Oh, to yeah. It. It's good looking dick. Oh, OK. OK. So like a top five, top five celebrity dicks, would you say? Uh, I haven't seen a ton of celebrity dicks. So, yeah, I would say it's top five for sure. I would I would guess that before I even saw it, to be honest. Yeah, it kind of seems like it. Like yeah. if it was a bad, if it was a bad dick, that would, anytime I go back to rewatch, you know, the MCU movies, I'd be oh, like, yeah. hmm, I'd feel a little off, you know? It would taint it. It'll, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now you know what's in those pants. That's right. And you're like, those costume designers did some hard work. <laughs> Keeping that bad boy in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you couldn't even see it down his thigh. The amount of pulleys and, and straps that were involved in making Captain America's pants uh, is ridiculous. Um, I heard they created a whole new kind of tape. It has special sticky properties for the sensitive skin. I'm just uh, writing this down for the show notes. I've got uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt, Chris Evans' dick, mm. and uh, we'll see where the rest of the show takes us. I mean, so far, so good, I feel. Um, yeah, but, I think so. Yeah, branching off of that, uh, back to... Uh, my my nephew christian mm-hmm. 
the other day when he was a uh, guest hosting on the or guesting on the show mm-hmm. uh i had told him that i was going to make him a scary movie list and so i've been working on it for like a week and uh my brother danny chipped in a, a few answers and yeah. uh i believe mitch had said something on the show I, I think i wrote um one or one or two down for him mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i i finally sent it to christian but i sometimes i just uh, i've been wanting to make art lately and mm-hmm. i had this idea that i didn't want to just give him a list and i wanted to make it look cool and so i started downloading all of the like various title fonts for these like all the, the title cards or whatever for all these mm-hmm. movies and like half of them there was like 36 movies half of them were like no backgrounds and so i could just put them in as a title and it'd be it'd look cool on some kind of art project and the other half had like white or black or whatever backgrounds and um i spent like a good number of hours like six or seven hours <laughs> working on this fucking thing some of them i would have yeah. to trace out by hand around like on the ipad to oh, yeah. like erase the background and stuff to make it look good uh a few of them i actually created from scratch um, because I couldn't find a good one and I just used the best fonts I could or whatever and did some like word art for like Lake Placid. I was like, I oh, need this nice. to fade from red to, or from black to red. I was like, word art, got it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I made this this cool photo that I, I will send out. Um, but uh, Christian loved it. Uh, everybody that I sent it to had a really good reaction, so it was a lot of fun. But uh, now I want to make more of these things um this is no by no means like an exhaustive list this is more of like a scary movie list for 13 year olds mm-hmm. so and I, some stuff that i would recommend to him i knew he already seen so those aren't on there so it's like uh it's a good list i think but um it was funny too i i spent all this time and i sent it to christian and uh he was like wow that's really cool and i was like yeah i spent a lot of time on it and he was like obviously lol uh, which i thought was great flame he's on just, i know right he's just 13 year olds are just awesome mm-hmm. you know like yeah. it's like clearly he means nothing by it but it was just really mm-hmm. funny like uh he was like oh yeah obviously and uh, i was like i did uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was uh it was pretty cool so i'm gonna probably tweet that out or instagram that out or whatever you know i listened back yeah. to that episode um mm. it was episode 160 i believe that uh, that he was on mm-hmm. and obviously i wasn't there for the recording of uh when you spoke with him yeah so i was listening back to that part of it uh fresh and new and uh when you got to the end of it you were like so do you have anything you want to plug and he was like no i'm good yeah. <laughs> i was like oh uh i mean that's not how this works <laughs> but okay, uh, okay. <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, I know, because some people we know don't really have anything to plug or they don't want to or whatever. Yeah. It's like their personal stuff. But I was like, we've been talking about your, like, you know, whole enterprise here of the haunted. I, yeah. Don't you want to plug that? Yeah, I guess so. I and then he's like, no, no one listens to your fucking show. Yeah. Don't give you shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm going to strike my name the favor right now. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. He's keeping us safe. Um, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. He's yeah. He's sassy without meaning to be sassy, you know, mm-hmm. and I yeah. can I can appreciate that. So. Sure. We were all like that at one point. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, that's our show for today. Oh, okay. I feel good that's about a quick it. one. I feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, we've all learned something today. None I of think, it good. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. eat people unless it's for your business. That's right. Vote then Trump. it's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so you can still serving people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the way to play it um i'm now by the way there was one trump sign across from my house Gross. now there was one next door and another one across from my house in a different house so there were three neighbors currently surrounding me with trump signs 
And I feel great. I feel great about it. I feel very connected, and I definitely want to talk to those people for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's right. Tell me more about this guy. And you know what Tell they me, all say? He seems very truthful as well. So At the top, they say, God and country. Sure. And I'm like, have you seen the same person I've seen? <laughs> but these are yard signs, right? They're yard signs. They're yard billboards. Yeah. I, I've got two neighbors directly across the street from me who have flags and then Ugh. a neighbor across from the entrance of our neighborhood also has a flag it's like and it says keep america great like this is great this is this is what you this, want this <laughs> you know how everything has been canceled <laughs> because this dipshit has not been prepared uh that's great to you 1200 people a day dying of a yep. pandemic that could have been curbed uh okay Things are looking at one of these motherfuckers who are complaining <laughs> about having to wear a mask everywhere. This is what you want to continue doing. This is it. This is it for you. You, okay. you look around and you say, pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> you know what? I might even say great. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to lock great. in with great. Yeah. And wow. I want to keep it this way. Yeah. Yeah. But people, uh, go to votesaveamerica.com. It's a little website uh, mm. that Stephen and I may or may not have created. Yep. Um, it depends on whether or not you believe in LTAS canon. If so, then yes. Yeah. Uh, we did it. We did it. <laughs> did we do that? I don't remember uh, that. Sure. Uh, anyway, <laughs> don't think about it too hard. But yeah. you can go there and register uh, here in America, uh, or if you're an American and would like to vote, uh, which you should. It's everyone's duty to please that booty, and that booty's mm. going to be pleased by you voting uh, dipshit Donnie out of office. Well said. Like, I'm not even going to say, you know, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Of course it matters who you yep. vote for. Get this piece of shit out of there. Yeah. He fucking sucks. <laughs> no one likes him. Not even his fucking family likes him. Oh, yeah. You know. Fuck just, him. Uh, Get him out of there. I would say, also, I may need to mention this, but I'm going to be a poll worker this year. Oh, uh, going back to the club. Yeah. Um, now to the stage. Big Papa Fish Daddy. <laughs> girls girls and Stephen. <laughs> so here's the thing i didn't want to do this but the club is making me uh they got me it's it's just it's like floss it's like string and there's mm -hmm. just a cod going down in front of my my piece it's my cod piece mm -hmm. and up top yeah. covering my nips it's it's also the the thin string two hush puppies one on each <laughs> nip just sticking yeah. out proud and mm. i gotta say i mean like i do like the snacks backstage but that's hurting the belly and i gotta keep that flat for the money mm -hmm. um and like they fry it immediately before i go out on stage which i think yeah. they want the smell mm -hmm. to permeate but i feel like mm -hmm. it's a little too much in it and i'm chafing oh to be honest and now to the stage, Captain D is nuts. <laughs> My God, yes. Show title, show title, show title. <laughs> Especially after the other day, you and our, uh, our wives had a, a personal call that we were on for a few hours, just chilling, hanging out on Zoom. And uh, we were talking about Long John Silvers versus Captain D's. So uh, definitely let your wife know about this title. I will. She's the She'll, Captain D's girl. I can feel her rolling her eyes from the other room <laughs> right now. There's a disturbance in the force. Oh, my God. That was great. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Back to the poll worker, though. I just wanted to say, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm going to be working at the election polls. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so the Positive America guys had mentioned that. So I went to uh, powerlepolls.com, I believe is what mm-hmm. it's called. And they kind of hook you up with your local election offices so they can get you um, set up because generally a lot of retired people, older people are the ones that work the polls and a lot of them can't right now mm-hmm. because of COVID. And so they need like younger people. So um, I signed up for that. It's cool. It's like a, they send you a bunch of different jobs. Just like, I didn't know what this process was like. So I've been trying to share mm-hmm. that with people, but uh, you sign up for this thing that you get emails back from like your local election boards um, here in Houston, I guess, cause we're really big as well, but uh, maybe they're all kind of like this. They they have lots of places they could put you. And so I've had like three different emails asking me like where I want to go. They're setting up um, a polling stuff like headquarters at NRG Stadium here in Houston, uh, which is kind of cool. And yeah. then there's like a few other jobs I signed up for. But uh, early voting starts um, October 13th in Houston or in Texas and then uh, goes through Election Day on November 3rd. Mm-hmm. So uh it's it's interesting it's like 17 to 20 dollars an hour you actually get paid oh wow uh, at most places apparently around the country you get paid some some uh localities i guess don't allow that but a lot of them do so i was like that's Mm -hmm. cool i don't have a job right now so that's perfect yeah and then Mm -hmm. um uh it's funny though it's like on my one of the emails i got it said that availability is 12 or they need you to be available 12 hours a day 12 hour shifts um available from 6 a.m to midnight every day damn um and they i don't expect that to actually do like an early voting i don't think it's like there's like a draw but like on election night i imagine i will be there till like early hours of the morning you know if people Mm -hmm. are still in line they still get to vote so um so everybody yeah go register if you can go work yeah go work the polls either way make some money Mm -hmm. that's right give it to biden or a good local election cause and mm-hmm. uh, work the the election polls as well. So yeah, yeah. And I know people uh, get dis disheartened mm. about uh, voting and does my voice really matter and everything. Of course it does, but yeah. it's a group effort, so everybody has to do it. Yeah, like you know, don't bitch about it if you don't participate. Exactly. But the best thing to do is to participate. Easy enough. Yeah. And they're making it pretty hard on some people. But uh, yeah, yeah, got to do your best to get out there and make your voice heard. That's right. It's the only way like, through this, man. There's a particular party that uh, does not want everyone to have equal access to the freedoms that we all enjoy. MTV Spring Break Party. That's right. Carmen Electra. <laughs> coming after you, girl. <laughs> you know what you did. Oh, man. Well, do you want to get into some fun stuff today? Sure, I guess. Why not? Cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. gas chambers, right? <laughs> oh. right? No. Oh, no. It's sad, mm-hmm. but, you know, mm-hmm. it's also yeah. weird times. So uh, uh, you want me to start us off? Yeah. Pop little... culture. Let's catch up on it. Let's do it, man. Um, mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of things, but I, I want to mention a few of them at a time so I can get through this fucking list. It's not like I'm okay. like, these are stupid. I'm just like, I've had these for a while and I, I want to mention them. But yeah. I'm like, I don't also need to talk for 20 minutes about every goddamn thing I watch or read or whatever. Um, sure. So I've been uh, trying to watch a lot of horror movies lately and um, okay. some that I haven't ever picked up or like, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to pick them up and, and put them on the background even and just be like, yeah, I give it a shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, I watched yesterday uh, in the morning while I was working on Christian's scary movie list. 
I put on Friday the 13th, part three, and then part four, the final chapter, uh, which are both available on Amazon Prime. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the fifth one wasn't. I really was ready to go on to the next one. But um, I used to watch the Friday the 13th series. Um, I'm generally a fan only of the... I used to only be the fan of the first one. Same Mm -hmm. thing, I I used to watch that and only the first Friday or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, And I never really got into any of the rest of those. And so I've been trying them out lately. Like um, Friday the 13th part three uh, was okay. I'd seen part two years ago it was okay the first one ended up the last few years getting like really boring to me um it's like early like 1980 it's like really early 80s and it just doesn't like quite have the same slasher appeals as other things even like halloween Mm -hmm. is like just better atmosphere and stuff so it's like fun and but the first friday the 13th has always been boring to me um so i watched part three and it was stupid or whatever um apparently even (laughs) when it came out it didn't have that great reviews it was part three and like i guess it was like uh friday the 13th in 3d so without it being in 3d there's a whole bunch of gags that are in 3d like pitchforks going towards the screen or like popcorn popping at the screen and it's all just like super fucking goofy so i was like whatever uh you know i don't really care for this one but i'll put on part four just keep going i fucking loved part four man i've been missing out i did not realize i remember this a little bit from growing up it has Corey feldman as a little kid in it um he becomes like a his name's tom tommy jarvis he becomes like a, a foil to jason and these like three movies starting with this one mm-hmm. and uh but it was fun it's like it uh it leaned into a lot of more of the like stupid uh sexy counselors thing or whatever and so that's mm-hmm. always fun for these 80s movies um and then also just like the deaths and stuff like something about it i just really fucking dug it uh mm-hmm. maybe after part three and really not liking it and i was like this is amazing but uh man i, ha- I had a lot of fun and it made me want to w- keep watching them so mm-hmm. i guess what i'm saying is like it surprised me because i never gave the rest of them a shot thinking that the first one is probably gonna be the best one and then i'm like no they could actually get better and also yeah. i feel like people can have their own favorites which is kind of cool um out of the series and stuff so i'm trying to go through i'm on dream warriors for the nightmare on elm street it's part three Mm-hmm. which also has been really good so far. I need to finish it. Um, so yeah, I'm basically finding out that there's like a lot more treasure there I never knew about. So that's pretty cool. Have you finished listening to In Voorhees We Trust with Gorley and Rust? Where no, they talk about, they go it, through all the Friday the 13th movies. That makes me, yeah, I need to go back and listen at least to this one now, part four. Yeah, for, uh, for three and four. Because I remember, I haven't seen uh, very many of them, mm-hmm. the Friday the 13th movies. But it's funny hearing them talk about it and discussing which ones they like. And they're like certain uh, actors they like more than mm-hmm. others, which puts them higher up the, the list for them. Gotcha. But yeah. Yeah, this uh, I, I read a lot about the uh, production and stuff uh, mm-hmm. for part four. And apparently everybody like fucking hated the director. And Corey Feldman uh, was like a little kid. He was all bratty on on uh, set because he hated the director and he was being treated like shit like uh but i was like well it was a fun time for me though sorry guys <laughs> uh you know you take your yeah. take your bit your hits and tits so um but yeah it was uh, it was good um i'm excited to see the rest of the series i'm not putting much stock into them and i don't really care either way mm-hmm. so that's yeah. kind of better i could just if i hate it that's fine if i like it i'm like that's another movie i can watch that's cool mm-hmm. um but yeah so far so good man so what do you got so uh i've recently read some comic books maybe you've heard of them um they are sure. um cinematic adventures on paper okay wow um, 
I actually backed a Kickstarter for a comic produced by Jim Rugg, who is a um, an independent comics maker, and um, he had this series he was putting out called Octobriana, um, Ooh, which cool. I've got right here. It's uh, a lot of pink and yellow on this. It's actually the first Blacklight comic, um, and what? so the the entire thing is printed in like fluorescent colors. That's and fucking badass. it would respond well to well i'll just say it a black light but um, you can't but do it, that because it's already sticky <laughs> right yeah so you you right. don't want to show people that yeah that's like, right don't pay attention i'll do i'll go ahead and touch it you don't need to touch it yeah yeah that's you pretty don't wanna, sexy though you don't want to know where this is has been <laughs> um but i haven't been able to read it as intended with a black light because mm. i am not what you would call checks notes cool so i don't have one um but maybe one day however the cool thing is that he actually produced two other versions of this comic Mm. um a vintage looking one that has it looks like it's printed Mm. in uh from the 1970s or something like that it has like this fraying around the edges of the cover and um it's on some like nice newsprint and it's uh recolored with um different coloring techniques and whatnot pretty badass and also a black and white version wow. because fuck it why not why not yeah um and it's on a, a nice newsprint and uh i know we haven't ever talked about this but uh my favorite smell ever mm. is newsprint from an old comic book yeah and it's right there oh. it's like they bottled it and put it into this new comic book it's fantastic um i love it so much guys brent just credit card swiped that whole book with his nose that's right it was great Ooh. yeah <laughs> got these wet ass pages here <laughs> but uh but yeah uh the, the the comic is kind of like a um it's made in the style of like old russian propaganda um adventure stories or whatever mm-hmm. um from from back in the like cold war times or whatever and um it's about this it's like this warrior chick who helps uh liberate these people or whatever takes down this uh like giant metal uh russian what do you call it um it's kind of like uh uh m bison in street fighter that type of mm. character oh, okay. mm-hmm. he's got one of those weird hats and whatnot um <laughs> and uh, she beats his ass and it's uh in- incredible and uh yeah so i would say check that out you can find it online uh to order and i believe you can find it from your local comic retailer as well but uh Octobriana by jim rugg it was a blast. Was that all three versions of those? Was that part of the Kickstarter? Yes. Or did you? Yeah. Is that like, uh, did you have to pay more for all three or is that part of it? That's just cool. Yeah, they were so. pretty much like $10 a piece. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is like a gotcha. special thing. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to jump in on it. And I like the, the idea, um, like on his Kickstarter, he would talk about like the process for creating the blacklight version versus creating so cool. it for the, uh, the black and white version and uh-huh. the, the different, uh, techniques that were involved in all that. So yeah, it's not like just he converted it, you know, in Photoshop to, you know, black and white for this one. Yeah. You know, um, there's some other processes that went into it. But um, just as an overall package, I thought it was great. In my yeah. head, it's like they're in a like a, a dark room, like a photo room, but it's black lights instead of red lights. And they come out and he just looks like fucking Chronicles of Riddick. Just like pulls <laughs> off his glasses. He's like, I've been in there for months trying to fucking color this thing in the, in the perfect light. You know, <laughs> I've adapted to the dark. Mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah. cool though i like i've never yeah heard of something like that blacklight uh for for a comic whatever that sounds pretty cool mm-hmm. but, yeah uh, all of them yeah just doing the different colors and stuff that would take forever it'd be like yes hey can yeah. you color my comic book yeah sure can you do it three times 
what? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did it all himself, and then he had to That's like go badass. through and find like the different uh, paper stocks and everything that would hold the inks best and whatnot. So, man, wow, yeah. a, a lot of effort. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Um, awesome, so, man. Yeah. What you got? Um, all right. So I, there's one I just want to mention that I didn't actually watch this. It's it's my favorite title right now on Amazon Prime. I was hoping for good things, but I I needed to tell you about it. I've been okay. scrolling through all these like random ass horror movies. I've been watching a lot of like 80s, like uh, teen sex comedies and stuff or whatever. There's like so much random shit on Amazon Prime. And I found one the other day I was so excited about, but it ended up being from like 2017 and it just wasn't shot well it was like shot on like a dv camera for some reason even though we all have iphones mm-hmm. now uh but brent the title it's it's called bloody bloody bible camp <laughs> okay right best title on there man and i had high hopes and so i didn't really i only watched the first like five minutes and i was like i can't fucking do this uh okay but holy shit man i just really like that it exists in the world i wish it was a velocipastor you know something fun okay um, that i could have shown you but i when i saw it i was like man if i were to make a horror movie it would be called bloody buddy bible camp that's fantastic <laughs> where is this is it streaming somewhere it was on amazon prime yeah on prime yeah, yeah it was just okay. one that popped up because i've been watching all those random other shit and mm-hmm. uh, it was on there so i just want to make sure i mentioned it to you uh but um so for two more horror movies that were connected mm-hmm. i f- uh, finally watched sinister and sinister 2 oh, okay. uh, the other day and i watched it uh, I've been meaning to for a while. I'm a big Ethan Hawke fan. He's in the first one. And then uh, Cargill and Scott Derrickson, who's, uh, they were the writer-directors of those. And then Doctor Strange, Scott Derrickson directed the first Sinister, and they wrote, he they both wrote the first and the second, and then uh, Scott Derrickson went on to, to direct um, the first uh, Doctor Strange movie. But uh, ended up, I happened to be watching Sinister uh, 2, the night that uh, was Cargill's birthday the other day, um, which oh. was kind of fun. I didn't mean to, mm-hmm. but uh, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this in honor of him. But uh, I'm not a, I knew I wasn't going to be a huge fan. I had tried them over the years. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the Sinister movies before? No. You know, uh-uh. Do you know anything about them? Because I didn't really before this. So the, uh, what is it, like the Conjuring verse type of movies, I don't know if this is part of it, but mm-hmm. anything that's related to that, like I don't, like I've not seen a lot of it so i've not gotcha. seen any of the sinister movies nothing insidious annabelle uh yeah the la llorona <laughs> yeah um, movies like uh, like so much of it i've um just not for whatever reason not right. not like i've actively like uh i'm actively against it but i just have missed the uh the boat on all of that stuff i, I agree i feel the same way um and and like you said i I didn't understand like what was connected or not. And I've always mm-hmm. confused sinister and insidious yes. with each other. Right. And I feel like it's partly because, um, they sound too similar. They sound really fucking similar and they came yeah. out like right around the same time. Insidious was 2010 sinister was 2012. And then their mm-hmm. sequels were overlapping each other. Right. Yeah. And then in the trivia for sinister, I saw that I think it was Blumhouse uh, was trying to do a crossover between the two series, Insidious and Sinister, uh, oh, because really? they also, is, I haven't seen Insidious yet, or I, maybe I had like a long time ago, but I've, I've rewatched it in this go around, but uh, they both like involve like demons and like children. And so they are like very similar. They came out around at the same time. They have similar names and I always mm-hmm. get them confused. Um, so I'm trying to like detangle that a little bit uh so i can understand a little bit better but um so sinister is yeah this cargill and and scott derrickson 
Insidious is James Wan, and it was it's part of the um, uh, I I think he it does, I don't know it's like part of the Conjuring universe, but it's like you know he ends up doing those movies later on and stuff like that, so it's more like that vibe mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But uh, Sinister, it's like uh, Ethan Hawke is a writer um, who had years ago made it really big by investigating a cold case murder and solving it. And he had a book and now he's like chasing that fame again. And he has secretly moved his family into a, a murder house and he just tells them he's investigating the murder, but he doesn't tell them they're actually living in the house that it occurred. And um, he finds like a box of film reels in the attic and plays them. And they're all snuff films of these oh, families boy. dying. And then it's like all this weird stuff starts happening. He has uh, a kid or two. I can't remember. I'm mixing up the two movies now, the Sinister and Sinister 2. But uh, it involves like children and stuff or whatever. Um, and then the second one, uh, which I had not very much hope for at all, um, was actually I actually liked it better randomly. Um, it has Shannon Sossaman in it as the mom, and I haven't seen her in forever. Do you know who that is? No, um, she huh? was like in a Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. Um, she was like in some like Rules of Attraction, um, Forty Days, Forty Nights, like movies in, like the early two thousands. But I haven't seen her in years. Mm-hmm. And then now she's like a mom, so it was cool. I like her. I thought she did well in it. Um, and I liked how the stories. I, I can't ruin the first movie, but I liked how the stories were they were branched together. They had like a character that crosses over into the sequel that carries it forward and that was cool um but yeah they they weren't my favorite um i like cargill so much as a guy as a as a human being um his twitter is fantastic he's really he pumps people up about writing and stuff uh, but i knew these movies really weren't for me I, I wasn't drawn to them um and unfortunately my main thing is that some of the stuff was cool or creepy or whatever i love ethan hawk that was great for the first movie shannon sauce was great in the second one um but the the main horror guy uh, in this movie, it's uh, Bagul, is his name, <laughs> and he's like a, a demon or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, when I tried to look him up, it, it typed in something completely different. Um, mm-hmm. But he he just looks like silly to me. He looks like um, honestly like a instead of like a, a scary villain, which is what he's supposed to be, like this demon mm-hmm. or whatever. He to me just looks like. He's like a member of Slipknot oh, yeah. or something like he literally just looks like any other heavy metal guy that I've ever, yeah. you know, like mm. that's like dressing up for the part. And mm. it's just not scary to me at yeah. all. Um, and it just like really throws me off. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I'm curious. Yeah. If, if any of our listeners, whatever, all the terror table area, international guys, whatever, what mm. they think of those. But I know that, like there are some movies I just don't get into like other people do. And this is this is one of those series. But uh, I'm still glad I watched it. Uh, it's just really hard for me to get behind him as like a scary villain or whatever. I just would laugh when he'd come on screen, basically. So, you know, be like, are you releasing a new album? I don't get it. So, Hey, Rod, it's a uh, it's a ghoul. Um, <laughs> have you seen my distortion pedal? <laughs> for my, yeah. my seven string. <laughs> Oh, I mean, normally we play in drop B and I, it's, you know, it helps to have that distortion. Like I have my settings oh locked my in God. on it, but like, if you've, can you get, can you like, can you get it over here? We're overseas <laughs> right now. I know it's not a, probably not a great time, but I just, I really need it. Like I have, I have a flanger, but it doesn't, it doesn't really do what I oh need it God. to. Hold on. I'm on the phone. I think, I don't know how this works. Anyway. Um, what else? Like, oh, uh, wait, I have to go eat some children. I'll be back. I get, <laughs> yeah. uh, also, Paris is nice. Paris is really nice. Uh, really, really impressed. I had Where a baguette. 
at this nice cafe. <laughs> anyway, um, if you could uh, make sure to feed and water my cats, and um, I'll be back here in about a month or so. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, send me that pedal. Okay, baba booey, baba booey. <laughs> you got it. You, so you've seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I like some of the lore, some of the, some of the scares were okay or whatever, but, uh, you know, I'm glad I watched it, gave it a shot. Uh, I might have to get to the Insidious series at some point as well, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was all right. Well, good. I'm glad you loved it. Um, so much. You are locked in <laughs> full board on it. Bring on Sinister 3. <laughs> I don't, there might be a Sinister 3. I, I think there is actually now that I mentioned that, but, uh, I'm not sure that I'm gonna keep going with that one yeah we'll see interesting i would like to at a certain point go through and watch all of the like conjuring verse movies have you seen any uh, of them i don't think so the Not... the conjuring is fucking amazing is it it is a solid fucking movie man it's really yeah. good the second one was okay um mm. some parts i liked some parts i didn't but that first one is killer and then the annabelle series like i like her as like a part of the, she's like in the conjuring movies Mm-hmm. um i liked her as like a bit part but i didn't i didn't need her to have like a whole fucking series so mm-hmm. i i just stay with those i don't fuck with those but mm-hmm. you know uh the conjuring yeah i'd highly recommend that one man okay it's solid. Look into that it's one. scary as hell. shit is it mm. hell yeah that's right has ron livingston in it wait what yeah he's the dad talking about office space yeah <laughs> he's the dad yeah <laughs> and he just says man I, I can't remember any of the office space lines right now or whatever, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's not, he's a trucker. He's not in it all the time. He's, he's away from the house. That's why things keep going bad, but. Oh, okay. He's like, uh, going to his office job, maybe. Can't stay that would kids. make sense. That tracks. Yeah. Yep. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <sighs> That's such a good song. <laughs> it really is. I mean, when I listen to it blaring in my car, do I turn mm-hmm. it down? If anybody else is nearby, not just black mm-hmm. people, by the way, anybody mm-hmm. else. Cause yeah, I'm anybody, so yeah. white. Yeah, yeah, I turned it down. But do I know most of the words? Also, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what do you got, man? So for me, I've got yet another comic book. Cool. Uh, this one is uh, one lately. by uh, Jesse Lonergan. It's called Hedra, and it's uh, oversized. Like the uh, trim size is uh, larger than a, a normal comic. And uh, it's an all-silent comic. It's all told with uh, pictures mm. and uh it's got wonderful storytelling in this but uh, a good portion of it is uh, like the cover kind of based yeah. on a grid and, i feel like um, i've seen this you or, or maybe one of our friends had posted this i feel like i've seen this grid thing lately that's cool um there's a lot of stuff like uh this one with uh oh, wow. explosions on it here um is a uh, spectacular uh but the uh i really don't know what to say other than to say it's fucking awesome and everybody should check it out mm-hmm. uh, if you're interested in reading some kick-ass comics because i don't want to ruin the story uh yeah. of it but um essentially there's an astronaut that has to um go to another planet or search the universe for other sources of um uh I don't know that life is is the right word, but uh, other resources Mm -hmm. out there uh, to bring back to Earth. And uh, she finds some other stuff out there in the universe that uh, she has to deal with. But the storytelling here is just incredible. I love the coloring. Uh, All of the colors are just like flat, so it's not like shaded Mm -hmm. or anything. Um, But it looks great. It's easy to tell what's going on, even though there's like all of these like crazy shapes that are involved. And uh, it's just 
it's all over the place, but man, it is fucking masterfully done. So, uh, Hedra so by Jesse Lonergan. It's uh, it's cool. Plus, it's like oversized, mm-hmm. and it's just fun. Yeah, you know, you it's have it on your coffee table. Fun. Yeah. Oh, so good, so good. I, so uh, go buy a coffee table, then go buy this comic. <laughs> but I don't have a coffee table. Then buy one. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it, it makes me think back whenever you and I talked about comic books are amazing because you can literally just do anything you imagine. And yeah. that's why that medium mm-hmm. is so great. And the fact that you can just do all these little squares with no words and make mm-hmm. a full a story is so engrossing that you're telling people like they have to read this, right? Like, yeah, that's so awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. just, it's just so inventive. That's cool. It was uh, something that was a little bit hard to track down. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because it was like, it's just like a single issue, essentially. Um, but it's like it sold out pretty quickly from yeah. what I understand. Like none of my local comic shops had it. I had to have them order it in and uh, they weren't sure if they were going to be able to get it in. But luckily they did. So cool. Um, might take a little bit of legwork, but go to your local comic shop, ask for Hedra by Jesse Lonergan. And if they won't give it to you, um, I guess just beat up the... Uh, people who work there what violence is the only way (laughs) (laughs) it's the only thing bullies understand that's right in poop america oh that's how we run things damn straight man yeah well that's cool man i like that um Mm -hmm. i'm not sure that i'm gonna go out and buy that but i will borrow it from you from someday (laughs) yeah the next time you're here i'll let you read it all right yeah um but uh yeah i'm not really a, a cosmic sci-fi type of person sure. but uh which this comic is but man it really like drew me in and i uh-huh. was uh i was all about it so so that's cool i even like bridged yeah. a gap yeah a little bit more yeah. mm-hmm. for someone that's not that into that but to still like uh get you hooked so much that's right man speaking of hooked steven yeah. what else do you have <laughs> i was like where's this going <laughs> Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, okay. Um, fitting in, obviously, with my horror movies that I've mentioned so far, Amanda and I watched A Walk to Remember the other day. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I mentioned this because, um, uh, Amanda and I have been dating, I mean, we're, we've been married for a long time, but we've been together since, uh, 2001. And uh, a space odyssey. This uh, a walk to remember was one of the very first movies she and I watched together. So this was like mm-hmm. our movie, like when mm-hmm. we were teenagers. We used to watch this all the time. Um, for those that don't remember, this is the uh, Mandy Moore vehicle, uh, where she is a super Christian girl who is dying of like cancer, and she meets a bad boy and changes him. And they fall in love, even though she's like dying. Um, yep. I believe it's like a Nicholas Sparks property, uh, one of his books. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Uh, and uh, so she and I used to like this movie a whole lot. It was like a, a basically one of the basis of our relationship dating. And we haven't seen it in years. And it showed up, I believe it was on Netflix. And we we're like, let's give this a shot. Like we've been wanting something lighter or whatever lately. And, uh, you know, for the nostalgia and stuff, it was fun to rewatch again for us. Um, I cannot really recommend this movie to anybody. At the time, I was super Christian, and so it meant a lot that she was Christian and he wasn't, and he's a bad boy and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, like, converts him and all this stuff. Um, and looking back, it's so cringy. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it was funny, but um, 
my favorite thing, though, leading into the horror thing, there's a part in the movie where she talks about she knows she's dying and she has like a list, like a, a bucket list that she, of things she wants to complete. And early in the movie, she she won't tell him what her number one is. She'll be like, I want to go to the Grand Canyon is like number 10 or whatever. But mm-hmm. she won't say what her number one is. And it happens like in the first like 45, maybe even 30 minutes or whatever. And I looked over at Amanda and the way she says it, it's like a very tender moment. Um, but she's talking about like dying and she, you know, is, you know, wants to do these things before she dies. And she has this weird glint in her eye. And I was like, man, I would love it. And at the end of this movie, her number one was that she wanted to murder someone before she died. And the whole movie is like a Nicholas Sparks love story the whole time. And at the end, she just fucking stabs him and then just croaks. And I'm like, I would have loved that movie. Uh, eventually, Unfortunately, she's she reveals her number one was to get married in the same church her parents did. Get rid of that murder. See, I was I was thinking it would have been like butt stuff. But oh, yeah, it's God's blind spot. (laughs) That would have been also excellent if they had Mm -hmm. uh, just cut to like a hardcore porn scene at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Mandy Moore. I don't expect her to show her butthole, but, you know, uh, just to get a stunt. They can can get a stunt hole. Dad, Dad, I got a job. I'm the stunt hole on this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna get plowed on on film. Yeah. Aren't you proud? You'll know me when you see me. <laughs> you know that bowl. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's a cheesy fucking movie, man. I don't recommend it. Um, but it was. It was fun, and I, I like to. Lately, I've been trying to think of like alternative ways movies could be better. And the second it happened, she was so creepy when she said it. If, if you like changed the music up and made it like mm-hmm. dark and creepy, I'm like, man, she could totally fit that. Uh, yeah. And I really would have loved it if she was just like, I really want to squeeze the life out of somebody before I croak. Mm-hmm. I would have just been so on board. I, I've been really lately. I've been like wanting movies to just take a complete left turn, like right at the end, mm-hmm. just like straight up rom-com or like a talking dog comedy or whatever. And then it turns into that ryan reynolds movie where his dog is talking to him and telling him to kill people but like everything before that is just like a disney movie it's just 101 dalmatians you know just Mm -hmm. you know silly fun or whatever um i'm longing for this like i want the rug to be pulled out from under me and uh and an in night Shyamalan twist where mandy moore is a fucking murderer in a nicholas sparks movie i would have been like yes so someday i i just want to destroy something beautiful (laughs) slice (laughs) yeah you get it yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, I would have thought that you would have liked it just for the nostalgia's sake mm. of it. Um, I know my wife. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I was like, names? what's the name? Uh, um, uh, uh, Chris Evans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had that dick. <laughs> uh, she liked that movie a lot uh, when mm. we first got together, and I remember watching it with her. But I don't remember anything other than. Um, Mandy Moore being in it essentially. I who's yeah. the guy that's in the movie with her? He uh, he's a guy who's forget his name after Shane West. Oh, okay. you know from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen fame. Oh, of Shane course, West, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Sawyer. I think he was in that. That was a weird oh, movie. No, that was a Rush song. Oh, my bad, my bad. I was, yeah, I was right. Rush songs mixed up with character names from mm-hmm. comic book movies. <laughs> right yeah you get it yeah yeah uh this soundtrack though also uh wonderfully bad i guess uh the the main song was dare you to move by switchfoot 
Uh, <laughs> do you remember that song? It's very cheesy. Uh, also, Mandy Moore herself has a song called Cry. And oh, maybe course. more on here. Yeah, Someday We'll Know. Uh, she has another song on there. And... Oh, no, she has four songs in here. Holy shit. Why? It just keeps going. She's just on here over and over again. I find it really funny when uh, singers become actresses or actors and they're in a movie and then they sing a song when they're on screen and it mm. like takes me out of the whole thing. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, there are four Mandy Moore songs and three, four Switchfoot songs. Damn. On that. So they're really into that. Uh, and then a few others <laughs> as well. Holy shit. They didn't look too far out of their, uh, their circle there. They didn't. Uh, no. But yeah, it was uh, yeah cheesy fun. Like Brandy might mm-hmm. like it if she has some nostalgia for it. Like we still yeah. had nostalgia for it, but I'm not gonna like watch it any time soon. You know, yeah. Uh, we hadn't watched it in probably like ten or fifteen years, and uh, it was better for it. <laughs> Good memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. Um, well, similar to you, uh, we recently watched a romantic comedy, but Ooh. this was a newer one on Hulu called Palm Springs yes. with uh, Andy Samberg. Have you seen this? I have. I couldn't remember if I had brought it up or not, so that's awesome. No, you haven't. There you go. been holding out, and I, we're yeah, going to talk about waiting. it. Again, violence is the only answer. <laughs> uh, you come into my house. Damn it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, t- yeah. Yeah, just leave your door unlocked. I'll, I'll uh, come in. I'll let myself in. You just check your cameras beforehand. You'll know if I'm here, mm-hmm. and I'll leave them unlocked. Well, look, we're in quarantine. Where are you going to go? You know, I'll find you. That's Houston's true. a small town. It's, yeah. Yeah. Easy to find us. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I liked the movie quite a bit. Oh, what yeah. What did you think? I loved it. Yeah, it was super fun. It's uh, like Groundhog Day mm-hmm. in that, uh, you know, the characters um, relive the same day over and over again. Um, but the, the way it's done is... Um, I guess a little bit different because we we start with the uh, I, I can't remember her name the actress or oh, the, yeah. uh, the the character's name, um, but the uh, we're introduced to the lead female and she's um, eventually as we're told. No, what am I trying to say? It's hard Steven? to you don't want to you want to give away the secrets of the movie, right? Yeah, her uh, name is Andy... Kristen Milioti. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's hard to say for me. Her. 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 Yeah. Christian. Kristen? Kristen. Kristen. With a C. C R I S T I N. Kristen. 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 And his name is Andwy. Andwy. Oh, like in Toy Story. Somburgi. Somburge. Somburge. Yeah. Like a Sambarge egg? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right where my mind went to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, she meets Andy Sandberg's character, and he seems to have all the right moves and being, and he's able to say all the right things and, and whatnot. Mm. Um, and, uh, boy, I really don't want to spoil anything, but the they, they discover that they're in a time loop yeah. uh, at a certain point. And um, J.K. Simmons is in this oh, bitch, yeah. you know? God, I love J.K. Simmons. He's uh, great. He's fantastic. And uh, yeah, they they have to try to figure out a way outside of the time loop. And uh, is this movie like good by itself? Yes, of course. But is it made better by the appearance of some of my favorite actors? Dinosaurs? Yes. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to ruin is. anything, but there are fucking dinosaurs in those guys. It's incredible. <laughs> I keep meaning to look up like what the dinosaurs meant, 
mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I haven't because I don't want it to be dumb. Yeah. And be, be disappointed by it. So I liked, yeah, I like this. I like this movie a lot, but I also yeah. liked it on its, on its face. I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily need uh like explanations for things. Yep. Um, but I also like that this is, I, I feel like we need to start there's enough of these types of movies that it's it's going to be less of this is a Groundhog Day type movie, like mm-hmm. as if they're copying that. It's almost becoming like a new genre, like time travel yeah. is a genre. This is mm-hmm. like a different form of time travel, like the time loop movie. Yeah. I love this concept. And every time I see it in any con in any way, I'm like, it's awesome. And uh, this one was like so cleverly written um, and they were both great. Again, I can't or Kristen. I can't remember. uh uh, a lot of the other people in it, but her and, and mm-hmm. Andy Samberg at least were awesome in it. So yeah. 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 There's a, a couple of twists throughout the movie as well, uh, mm-hmm. which I thought was fun. Some of them I kind of picked up on, but uh, it was still fun to, uh, yeah. to have it pieced together and whatnot. So I would definitely go back and, and rewatch Palm Springs. I've actually been meaning to, cause we watched it maybe a month ago now. Um, oh, yeah. And every time I I'm back on Hulu, I'm like, Oh man, yeah, Palm Springs is on here. I forget about mm-hmm. it unless I, I see it on there. But when it pops up, I'm like, oh, man, I want to watch that again. It was really clever. Yeah. I guess it was uh, taken to Sundance and it has the uh, the highest. What was it like the highest yeah. offer or whatever? I remember reading something about that. Me. Yeah. I'm trying to look that up right now. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, I remember it was like a, over like a. Oh, no, it was way more than that. I thought it was like over a million dollars, whatever. Neon and Hulu reportedly paid. Seventeen million five hundred thousand and sixty nine cents, breaking the previous record for the highest sale of a film by sixty nine cents. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was like I remember hearing about that when it first happened. That was a crazy deal. So mm-hmm. I would love yeah. to make a movie uh, and then just sell it for seventeen million dollars. Is that something you'd want to do? Yeah, uh, for seventy one cents though. Oh, you're okay. You're cool either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that may, makes me think. Uh, Last night we were watching um, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was our outdoor movie oh, last night yeah. with uh, Amanda's family. Um, but while we were there, we were talking politics and stuff and about um, women and men in society and getting paid differently. And we were talking about uh, gender reveal parties because of that explosion is one of the one of the wildfires in California was started from an explosion from a gender reveal party, uh, yeah. which I was like, I'm a big fireworks fan. If I was to have a baby, that's probably how I would do it. So I get you mm-hmm. there, but be safe or whatever. Uh, but I heard on um, someone tweeted the other day, they were like, the only gender reveal party you should have is you get a wallet. And if you open it up and there's a dollar, you're having a boy. And if there's 72 cents, you're having a girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, it's so awful. So, but I love it. so sad. It's so sad. Unfortunately, it's, so true. Man, yeah. it just brings in so many aspects. I wanted to mention that. Oof. Yeah. Love it. Wow. Damn. <laughs> a savage. Shit. I know, right? that sucks uh but yeah palm spring now you mentioned it man i want to go back and watch that again yeah that was fun mm-hmm. i dug it um <clears throat> let's go back to you what back else do you me. got um okay uh so man and i watched bill and ted's excellent adventure the other oh. day okay we were gearing up for uh the new one which is face the music yep. um amanda so amanda had never seen these or doesn't remember it and I was like, I think the, at least the first one's really good. I think the second one gets really weird, but you might like this one. And she fucking had a blast, man. She loved Excellent Adventure. Really? She laughed so fucking hard. We were having a good time. It was like a Friday night. We were drinking, just having a good time. Um, she loved it. 
Um, I've started Bogus Journey. I don't know that Amanda would really like it. It's pretty fucking cheesy. Um, and then we went to to look for the new one, but at the time, at least, it was like $20 to rent it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, um, I don't need that. But uh, mm-hmm. I was curious. We never really talk about these uh, these movies, so I didn't know if, if you liked them, if you'd seen them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember liking them a lot from my uh, from my youth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember loving the second one, Bogus Journey, so much okay, because yeah. I loved uh, The Grim Reaper. Yes, that's what I'm waiting so to get to. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I had... That's the only thing is I, I know that he's back in the new one. Yeah. So I'm afraid... I don't think it really matters, but I, I'm afraid she'll miss something if she doesn't see Bogus Journey because of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm i only like 15 or 20 minutes into Bogus Journey. I think, I think Death actually just showed up. But uh, man... <laughs> there's a part in the beginning it's in the future and there's like kids walking around their school and everybody's basically in these like it all looks so fake it's like felt costumes because they're huge and they're yeah. like we need to save money but everybody has these gigantic fucking shoes that you can tell the actors are like what the fuck like how are we supposed to walk in these but yeah. everybody's wearing them and it's it's so bizarre but uh i'm still having a good time with it i liked excellent adventure more but i think as a mm-hmm. kid i probably liked bogus journey more too because it's just silly yeah. yeah, I remember there's like a scary scene with a bunny, like when they're in hell oh, or whatever. Yeah. I think it was like maybe Ted gets chased by one or whatever, but yeah. it, it freaked Scarred me out when you. I was younger. Yeah, but yeah, it was fun. But yeah, I uh, I'm very excited to see the new one. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember I, Samara Weaving's one, but I can't remember the other girl's name uh, that play their daughters. But um, Samara Weaving's amazing, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, but um, and the fact that they're making this after all these years, like Alex Winter has been trying to make this for so long. And then yeah. they got it made. And then everything I hear online from the people that I trust their opinions on movies and stuff, they're like, this is exactly the movie we need right now in 2020. Just like hopeful and fun and loose, you know, and just like a feel good movie or whatever. And so I'm looking yeah. forward to to finally watch and face the music as well. But I had a fucking great time watching Excellent Adventure. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that that holds up for you. And I had to rent them. I don't think they're available streaming anywhere. So, yeah, uh, I know. I looked at that. And I was like, yeah. oh, man. If I can watch these, I might plunk down some money for a uh, a rental, but yeah, uh, I couldn't and I didn't. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, so I watched. Um, actually, let me start with this one. Mm-hmm. So we watched a movie last night. It was on HBO Max. My wife had been wanting to see. Uh, we are an animation household. We love animated movies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I lean toward Disney and Pixar, but every once in a while, um. I got to be a good husband and let my wife watch a bad animated movie <laughs> from another studio. So I'm we so watched, excited to see what's going to happen. <laughs> we watched uh, Spies in Disguise, which is the Will okay. Smith, Tom Holland animated spy wow. movie where he turns into a pigeon. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> we, yeah, it's perfectly normal. I've heard of this title. I had no idea those people were involved. I had no idea what happens in this. Mm hmm. Uh, we went to go see a movie uh, last year sometime, and we saw the trailer for this, and I could hear my wife laughing right next to me. <laughs> and then after the trailer was over, she looked over to me. She, she was like, what do you think? Yeah. I'm like, that movie looks terrible. She's like, I think it looks fun. <laughs> so, of course so that's she what does. we did. It's so cute. We watched it. We watched it last night, and it is, uh, it's, it's like mostly bad, but yeah. it's also kind of fun. I did chuckle a couple of times at a couple of jokes, but it just doesn't have like the connective tissue I look for in... Um, you know, I'm just spoiled by Disney and Pixar. Like it's, it yeah. they just, the animation is so good. Yeah. Um, the way they, uh, frame shots and, mm. um, develop their characters and whatnot is, is really good. But, 
you know, they're not all like that. Um, so, and this was at no extra cost to me. I got to sit on the couch with my wife and there you go. snuggle up and watch a movie. So, um, uh, all things considered, it was, uh, was not too bad of an evening. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I will never forgive her for this. <laughs> I was looking this up. I, uh, it's blue sky, um, studios who did this. And I, I was like, I know that name. I can't remember what else they've done. Uh, they were, they're part of the ice age franchise. Yep. Uh, that was one yep. of their first. Um, it's like, like you said that when I go through, the movies that like these other animation studios put out generally i'm like oh yeah there's like like six movies i like really was like i'm never going to watch that mm-hmm. uh, or that yeah. looks bad or whatever but um they've done a <laughs> they've done a bunch of those and even like ones that i know like people i know like uh, like rio uh, my family loves fucking rio with the birds oh, really yeah, yeah. uh but I've, i was like i can't get into that um yeah i'm sorry you had to do that <laughs> It's also weird, it though, okay. because it says Blue Sky, this is so strange, is a subsidiary of 20th Century Animation, a division of Walt Disney Studios. That's right. So it's all connected now. It's a Disney movie. It's it's weird <laughs> now. Like when I turn on HBO Max and I see something like that that's on there that I know will eventually go to Disney. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with the, um, the X-Men movies. Like there's a superhero oh, yeah. category in HBO where it's like all the DC stuff. And then at the very end, it's like X-Men first class. And yeah, um, shit, I can't remember what the other one was, but uh, properties that will eventually go to Disney. Yeah. But it's still like the streaming wars are still going on. And yeah. everybody is like trying to settle their properties like back to where they're supposed to go. But it's a uh, it's a little wild westy it at is. this exact moment. So for sure, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Man, that's I, that totally fits with her. I love that in the theater. She was like, oh, man, that looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, a scene in the movie where mm-hmm. he first becomes a pigeon. Will Smith, mm-hmm. his uh, spy character. And he can see because he's got eyes on the side of his heads or the eyes on the sides of his head mm. um he can see in front of him and behind him so he's looking like forward and at his butt at the same time and just like when we saw it in the theaters my wife just started cracking up so hard at that <laughs> i was like okay all right whatever you need i mean it's so hard like lately i've i i've been trying to not yuck people's yums mm-hmm. you know if she's into that if anybody's into that whatever it's like our, yeah. our hatred of of wonder woman mm-hmm. i i I don't want to make anybody feel bad for liking that, whatever. I really, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get in a better space where I'm like, you know, not bringing everything down or whatever and just talking about the stuff I like or whatever. But some of that stuff is just like inherently bad to me when I see it. I'm just like, that's just bad though. Like you, you <laughs> yeah. can see that, right? Uh, on a quality level, it's just, on a quality yeah. level. Exactly. Yeah. Um, th- a lot of those studios seem to put so much more money. They, they seem to me to put so much more money into mm-hmm. just the actors they get the big yeah. names and then there's nothing really else that i generally like i don't find them funny i don't like the animation mm-hmm. styles uh various things or whatever um how, how are the the voice acting at least with those i guys? didn't care for it actually and it's like will smith yeah. and it's tom holland both actors i like right and it was just kind of like bleh like it was there uh there is a voice <laughs> There's a voice by uh, DJ Khaled uh, in the movie. <laughs> I was going through the cast list, yeah. Uh, which was bizarre. Um, and, uh, oh boy, uh, Mendelssohn. Uh, yeah. What's his first ben? name? Ben. Ben, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Reba McIntyre? Yes, Reba was in it. I did like that. <laughs> yeah. 
I, like I can Reba. imagine her being good for it. Yeah. Yeah. And Rashida, uh, she's the head of the the spy organization. Okay. Um, and I was like, boy, who's this country fried voice? Sure oh enough, yeah. It was Reba from the TV show. Checks notes. Reba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Again, they they'll get like Karen Gillan, or we always I always mess that up again if it's Gillen or Gillen. But uh, I think it's Gillen. Gillen. All right, I'm gonna stick mm-hmm. with that. Rashida Gillen Jones. like a villain. Yeah. Hey. hey. Um, mm-hmm. DJ Khaled, obviously. Right. Um. Yeah, that's Masioka's in there. Yeah, I didn't know that name from Hero. Oh or, yeah, uh, well, Heroes. That dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Nissan Versa. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, man, that show had such potential. It did. Whew. Swing and a miss. <laughs> um, that's yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah. That's so funny to me. I remember the title. I can't believe that came out. That feels like it had to have come out years ago, and instead Steven. it premiered on December 25th, 2019. Oh, on Christmas Day. The theatrical released on Christmas Day just last year. Truly a gift nuts. for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe this was the um, turn. This is what made everything bad. Probably. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Christmas would be the catalyst for it. <laughs> that's right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was a it's a it's an okay movie. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna shit on it too hard. I did totally forget that it even existed until yeah. I pulled up the app last night. And Most of those it, movies, that's what I would say about them. Is I just forget they yeah. even exist. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. at certain points. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. So I I tried another movie the other day that I haven't seen in a really long time, and uh, it didn't it didn't hold up as much as I wanted it to. I didn't expect it to. But what I mainly want to talk about is all of the fucking people involved in this movie that I'd forgotten about. Do you remember back in 2002, the movie The New Guy? The New Guy. With DJ oh, Qualls. with uh, DJ Qualls? Yeah. yeah. And Eddie Griffin. Oh, he was in it? He, okay. This movie is about uh, DJ Qualls. This is like right around the peak of his fame, like right after Road Trip and stuff like that, when he became like a, a bigger name or whatever. He's like a leading guy in this, which is kind of cool. Um, he, It's like uh, the tagline is like, a zero will rise. He's like, um, he's in a funk band with his friends. He's kind of nerdy in his school. He has something terribly embarrassing happen to him at his school. So he um, kind of freaks out. He goes to jail for a little bit and he meets Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin runs the jail, and so he teaches him how to, like, go into a new environment and, like, beat up the first, like, biggest guy you see and, like, act all crazy and, like, become the cool guy. And Mm -hmm. so he switches schools to become the new guy and becomes, like, the most popular kid in school. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't remember, like, being that great, but I I liked it when I was younger and stuff. Um, I didn't realize how many fucking people are in this movie. It's goddamn insane, Brit. The more, the, the longer it goes on. So his love interest is Eliza Dushku. Okay. His mentor is Eddie Griffin. Uh, his co-band member is Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> okay. His dad is Lyle Lovett. What? The singer. Um, his other band members are Perry Shin from Better Luck Tomorrow um, in the Hatchet series. I kind of recognize him a little bit. And then um, their other band member is um, the big black dude from Old School. Um, he was also just like a few movies from that time. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, cameo appearances. Jerry O'Connell and his brother, Charlie O'Connell. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. What? Tony Hawk. Holy shit. Silk the Shocker. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Master P. Cool Mo D. Horatio Sands. Henry Rollins. Um, Jermaine Dupree. 
Kyle Gass, Gene Simmons, James Brown. Oh, no, Kyle Gene Simmons plays a, a preacher in this at a <laughs> okay. mall. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it just was like the longer it went on, the like more and more people showed up. And I was like the lead singer from uh, I can't remember. This, there's like a super like cheesy band from the era. I can't remember what it's called right now. Anyway, all these people just kept showing up and I was just floored. It was such a time capsule of 2002. And the music it in Sugar it. Ray or Smash Mouth? No, I can't remember his name right now. I wish um, he. Uh, no, I'm totally losing it. And I'm afraid uh, there's so many names on here. I don't even know. Like, where to start? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Tommy Lee is in it. Uh, briefly. Josh Todd of Buckcherry. Buckcherry. Okay, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially that era, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's... Um, it, it the, the soundtrack is, like, I'm Just a Kid by Simple Plan, Eve Six, Juvenile Outcast, Green Day, Weedus, um, Vertical Horizon, SR-71. Like, it's such a time capsule from that yeah. era that that's the only reason I'd really recommend it. Um, it had some nostalgia for me. Otherwise it's not that great. Although I do like, and I, I liked this for this moment. Um, his whole point is he's like bullied. He goes to the new school. They have a, like a popularity hierarchy that literally is on the steps to the school. They have like a, a huge hill to get into the school and each, they have like a series of steps and then like a level with like tables and then like a series of yeah. steps and a level. And it's like literally people like there's like cowboys in one level and there's goths in one level and like they're they're like in a literal mm-hmm. mortal combat hierarchy right to get to the popular kids at the top of the hill and yeah. he kind of breaks that apart and like halfway through the movie he's like being a bully is shitty and he like transforms the whole school until everybody's helping each other and they're awesome people to each other and it's it was really refreshing to see that again too honestly in this day yeah. and age um and dj qualls i've always had a soft spot for since uh mm-hmm. since road trip and stuff but uh Man, I was just floored by the amount of people in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kept going, and uh, it was pretty great for that reason alone. But, uh, yeah. Do you think you would ever confuse DJ Qualls and DJ Khaled? I wouldn't, but I wonder if you would. DJ Qualls! <laughs> like, it doesn't have the same... <laughs> it doesn't have the same, same emphasis. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not quite. It's not so um, unique mm-hmm. or uh, exotic. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that DJ Qualls is uh, going to be in another movie? Another one? Another one? <laughs> See, again, I was like, what? Is he going to be in a movie? Oh, DJ Khaled. DJ... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I still only know from that toothbrushing commercial. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> yeah, so weird. Oh, the toothbrush rapper? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's so good. That's like the one commercial I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, that's, that's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, last weekend, my wife and I we tracked down and watched a movie. Um, I can't remember how we came upon the idea of watching it. I think we were like joking around in our house, and uh, my wife said something about tired of this motherfucking something on this motherfucking something. Mm. And then she was like, wait, isn't that from snakes on a plane? I was like, it was yeah. on snakes on a plane. And she said, can we watch that? I was like, hell yeah. Oh, Sam man. Jackson movie. Fuck. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. what we did. I believe it was on I've HBO max it. as well. You've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. Steven. That's never exciting. before has a movie followed through so hard <laughs> on the promise of the premise. <laughs> snakes. Yep. Guess where they're at? Where? On a plane. Oh, man. How quickly? Within the first 15 minutes. Okay. Sweet. Said Lil John. Um, 
the there was a there was a podcast that I was listening to, I think last week, maybe the week before, where they were talking about how you want to make sure you get to the um the well the 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 premise of the movie within like fifteen minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's like your ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. Did not happen with Spies in Disguise, however. Very much so with snakes on a plane. Nice. First, I believe 13 minutes. You got those snakes on that plane. Yeah. Okay. It's there. Sam Jackson, loud. Line, awesome. the famous line. Try to read these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Does not hit until the third act, but it's glorious yeah. when it does. Awesome. Uh, CGI snakes. Uh, look bad. But <laughs> you but just go with charm. it. It is. It's yeah. part of the charm for, for sure. That. I think yeah. it was like a 2000 seven movie yeah now you got six seven i've really missed out on this for years now that i think about it yeah snakes on 2006 perfect wow different world so it's like that that level of cgi i don't i don't Mm -hmm. know what the budget was i know the the movie was like in production hell for a while but eventually got made it says 33 million which i i have to imagine 25 of that went to samuel l jackson (laughs) i think so yeah uh because you're not paying a lot uh for like different locales and whatnot most Mm. of it's like in the titular plane um and there's you know some other stuff that happens around there but yeah for the most part it's it's right there um i uh the movie takes place like at the big uh the beginning in hawaii or at least someplace that looks like hawaii Mm. so maybe that's part of that as well (laughs) they're like we all gotta go to vacation to hawaii (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's 10 million dollars all right yeah but Juliana Margulies is in this movie, oh, which I totally forgot about. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, some other people. But um, yeah, like yeah, her. man, it was uh, Kenan Thompson. That's who I was trying to think of. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Honestly, I remember this being a huge fucking thing, but I never saw it. Uh, David yeah. Ketchner's in that. Yes. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. He uh, plays one of the snakes. <laughs> He's great. Method actor all the way. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't talk to anybody. He would just all over yeah. set um mm-hmm. yeah i uh i remember when this came out because sam jackson you could request you could like call a number and put in a name and he would call back and leave a message it was like all recorded whatever but he would leave a message yeah. so i did one for my brother danny uh because he would call like and he'd be like get your motherfucking ass to that motherfucking theater danny and go see my movie. <laughs> and it was awesome. Uh, I love yeah. how much marketing and stuff went into it. And it's like shameless. It doesn't matter. Everything is going to be yeah. trash. But yeah. there's something glorious about leaning into that, right? The absurd premise yeah. of that. So It's like a fun thriller. Like yeah. you're not expecting high art. And yeah. what you get in return is exactly what you want. Would, so good. Would you say this is a good double feature with Deep Blue Sea? Hmm. Two Sam Jackson yeah. creature features? I- I think so. Yeah. yeah. That seems like it'd be a good call. I just, mm-hmm. I've been really wanting to watch Deep Blue Sea lately. Maybe Snakes on a Plane could come after, you know? I think, yeah, I think that's the way to do it, yeah. is to watch them in release order. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. The Jacksonverse. I like, yeah, I like, too, that mm-hmm. they both have theme songs. So you got Deepest Bluest mm-hmm. by LL Cool J, <laughs> and then you got Cobra Starship, Snakes on a Plane, Bring It. Yep. You sure do. And guess what? <laughs> that music video is in the credits. <laughs> yes. So you can watch it. It's so fucking weird. It's uh, it's one of those songs where um, oh, it has like the uh, the dude from Gym Class Heroes does uh, oh, yeah. does some rapping on it, nice. and then like it has like four different vocalists. So it's like whatever the band is. What was it? Awesome. Uh, Cover Starship. Cover Starship. Yeah. Which fitting, right? Yeah, I know. Um, 
And then they've got, uh, yeah, the dude from Gym Class Heroes. They've got some other guy from some other middling band back mm-hmm. in the day. And then some, uh, I think she's like a Russian uh, singer. Yeah. But it's just like so random that they just kind of <laughs> lumped all these people together on this one. Like they were going all in on this one song to like Man. really like pump them up. But I don't think it made it past this soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fantastic, though. I, yeah. I, I forget about this movie. It's not one that I ever watched, so I forget about it now to even try it again. So I'm glad that you... Yeah. you tr- How'd you say again? I forget. How, how did you find this? She, she just said something about it. Like, could you watch that? Brandy? Yeah. 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 She, we were joking about something. I think we were... Oh, that's right. I, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Where she said but, the, the line, some, some version of that motherfucking yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And what did you find mm. this on? HBO Max? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good stuff on there. And there, yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Also, spice in disguise. So, <laughs> there's good stuff. There's bad stuff. You know what are you gonna say? Yeah. yeah. Um. What did her her parents think of spice in disguise? I imagine they've seen uh, it. Oh, they haven't seen it. Oh yeah. Uh, not yet. Would I'm you, sure they'll get around to it. Oh, it's bad. It? Oh, we'll we'll be right there. <laughs> it, I can imagine Brandy sending the trailer and they're like, "This looks great. We laughed the whole time." You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have internet. Which I don't know how they how they exist. You mentioned uh, that one time. Yeah. I thought you were being like facetious. Facetious? Yeah. yeah. No, I am being just regular facetious. Yeah. Um, I assume facetious is like fake facetious, right? right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. That's my favorite period of when the dinosaurs roamed. Is the facetious <laughs> period? Is that right? I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, it's when yeah. the stegosauruses came about. That's right. Stegan Fisher making right. a, a cameo appearance there. Hello, Stegan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, I got two more. Oh, it all is right. a two more. Okay. Oh, and I wanted to say, I mentioned this in another story earlier, but we did watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids last night uh, at our Arbiter movie, and it was fantastic. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. That movie yeah. totally fucking holds up. BT oh, dub. Yeah. Uh, Rick Moranis is a goddamn treasure. And, um, yeah, it was the effects, everything about it. That was super fun. So I just want to mention that real quick. Um, so I found this movie on Amazon prime called Fort Tilden, uh, which is a terrible title, by the way, I keep forgetting about it. Even I have to keep looking it up to find out what I watched. Um, but I was intrigued by it because it's a, it's like a movie with two girls in New York. Um, one cup. You've seen it. Okay. Um, (laughs) Things get dicey. Like the shitting scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it looked like, you know, like an independent comedy of the ilk that I like. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of it, but the they had a thing on the trailer, I guess, where it was like an, um, like it won like the grand jury prize at Sundance, like in 2015. And I was like, I've mm-hmm. never heard of this movie. That's crazy or whatever. And so I watched it. Um, it has, uh, it's about these two girls. Um, it's, it's a simple story. It's, it's basically like it was filmed in 2014. It's about two millennial girls who are, are basically trash. Um, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get to a beach at Fort Tilden in New York, um, to meet up with two guys that they had met the night before. They're supposed to bring Molly. They're going to like hang out, whatever. And they ride bikes through Brooklyn like their bikes get stolen, all this crazy shit. But like, they're just one of them in particular is a really awful person. The other one's just really flaky as shit. Um, and it had a really, some really good jokes in it. Um, I didnn't really know the two main leads, but, um, a bunch, a, a bunch of people showed up in it that I knew from other things. Um, which is kind of cool. But, um, at, towards the end of the movie, all this stuff happens. It's basically kind of a day in their lives 
and then it just ends and they've not made any good choices and nothing changes and they're not better people and it left me with such a bad feeling that i was just like millennials do suck um <laughs> and it was really awful like there's a part where they they keep talking about how they have no money and how they're going to get to the beach and they're like let's ride bikes so we don't have to buy a cab mm-hmm. um and all this stuff and then they're they're riding their bikes through brooklyn and they see a barrel um next to like an alleyway and there's a dude eating a sandwich on a stoop next to it and mm-hmm. they just assume he's a hipster in brooklyn selling barrels it's yeah. just a fucking barrel that someone left as trash in an alleyway and they're like hey how much for the barrel and he's just eating his sandwich and he's like how much do you got and they talk and they're like this barrel would go for 500 dollars at like whatever store and they're like we'll give you 200 dollars for it they literally just talked about how they have no money yeah but they're like we man they were like man that would look so good with like some umbrellas in it in our apartment and then they're like oh we should buy some more umbrellas and i was just like you guys are the worst you're the worst and it plays out like it's funny the writing's really clever in a lot of parts of it mm-hmm. um but holy shit it just like i was just like why am i watching this towards the end of it to be honest mm-hmm. um because it was just they're just shitty people basically yeah and that's upsetting to watch especially that um so yeah i I can't really recommend this one um i'm saying this more because uh i saw it out there randomly and i was like oh this has like good accolades and stuff and that's fine but like for me i was like i i really have a an aversion to just watching people be kind of assholes Mm -hmm. and um especially when there's no redeeming arc and uh they certainly do not have one so yeah so since it's about millennials is it like more or less than 75 percent of the dialogue in the movie about eating assholes uh it's a huge plot point yeah um obviously a gaping plot point would you say plot point you might say holy shit brit (laughs) (laughs) yeah um not so much eating assholes much Mm -hmm. more just being assholes Okay, you know? so assholes are involved. They okay. are involved. That still counts. They, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I would say uh, it is interesting. Um, uh, have you ever seen or heard of the show Search Party? I've uh, heard of it. It's on Hulu. I've not seen it. I've I heard think. good things. Yeah, so this is the yeah. same uh, team behind that. So I, I can oh, get that okay. kind of like, I've, I've tried to watch an episode of that. It wasn't for me, but I was like, I, I kind of get it. It turned mm-hmm. out that, um, the, I think it was the creators of this, Sarah Violet Bliss and Charles Rogers directed it. Um, and I, and they wrote it, this movie, um, I think they worked with Michael Showalter to create, mm. um, search party. And then I saw that Sarah Violet Bliss is, was a writer on, um, the wet hot American TV shows, um, wet hot American summer TV shows. So I, mm. that humor is kind of this humor, but those are like way sillier and stuff. Those, yeah. those shows and movies, um, this was a little more realistic. And so it was funny. I thought she, I, I, I can see the talent there, but it's not for me. Um, but yeah, the, the, the plot points and the stuff they go through though, some of, the, some of it is just like, it's just their own damn fault. And it's so frustrating, you know, yeah, to see them like do it to themselves. Um, although the two leads, um, one of them, uh, her name is Bridie Elliott. And I was, I just like to look up, you know, trivia after I see something and uh going down a rabbit hole is so interesting her father is chris elliott uh, oh the comedian yeah that guy oh wow right i can kind of see it in her um where did she go this is her oh okay i guess a little bit but um, her sister is abby elliott 
who um, I didn't know was Chris Elliott's daughter as well, but she was on SNL for like five years. Oh, wow. Right? Holy shit, yeah. I had no idea. She was a third-generation SNL person. Her grandfather used to uh, have like a comedy troupe like back in the 50s, and mm-hmm. like a duo uh, with another dude, and then he did some Christmas specials in the 70s with Saturday Night Live. Her dad, Chris Elliott, was on one season from 94 to 95, and then she was on for five seasons. And I was like, I would have no idea that any of these people were related. So it's just a weird, yeah. weird trivia hole I went down. Uh, and then mm-hmm. their sister, her sister, Bridie, is the one that uh, was in this movie. So, um, yeah. Damn. Just interesting connections. That is. That is. I would have never have thought Abby Elliott was Chris Elliott's daughter. No. 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 Right. Violently <laughs> different looks. Exactly. You get it. She does not look like Cabin Boy exactly yeah that's yeah. the perfect way to say that yeah yeah all right you said you had another one another I, one i have one more another one another toothpaste one. do you want me to go toothbrush oh yeah go ahead um so uh there's a movie i had seen a, a few years ago that i want to rewatch um on netflix and then i saw the sequel the other day um it's a mark duplass movie called creep and I can't, oh, I can't yeah. remember if I ever talked about Creep. I don't know when I actually saw it. I don't know if we were recording the podcast that or not. Um, yeah, I think you brought it up somewhat recently. Um, just okay. like briefly mentioned it. I feel like, yeah, I, I had at some mm. point, but I don't really remember. Uh, Creep is um, like a found footage movie. And um, I honestly don't know how much I can say about the first one, but the sequel like really leans into it. But uh, the first one, yeah, it came out in 2014. It's... Um, about a guy who is a videographer and he answers an ad to go like film a documentary for this guy, like a personal project or whatever. And mm-hmm. he goes out in the woods and the guy is like a creep. It's Mark Duplass. He's just kind of weird. Um, he keeps putting on like a wolf mask and like scaring the dude, just getting like an overall like weird vibe. But like he keeps, it's basically like a, a slow motion car crash because you realize like things could be really bad, but he keeps ignoring it because it's a paycheck. And he's just like, oh, it's fine. This guy's just weird. But the guy gets like creepier and creepier. And then uh, I remember being really surprised by it when I saw it. Uh, It was a pretty cool found found footage movie um, with a great, cool ending. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the sequel is about, it's similar. It's like Mark Duplass has invited this, um, a new videographer. She's... um, she does like special projects. It's it's kind of different. It's not just like a documentary in him. They're they're doing like a project together, but she's also kind of weird in the sequel, and so it kind of plays out differently because it's like a new foil to him. He's mm-hmm. uh, messing with someone that also is messing with his mind or whatever. Or she's not like scared by him as much, and so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I liked them both so much. Um, the sequel Creep Two came out in 2017, and I I just got around to it. Um, yeah, it's hard. To, I don't want to ruin it. He's, let me see. So in the first one, it's like he's a, he's assigned to record an eccentric client. But and the second one, like it just says in the plot, uh, Duplass reprises his role in the first film as a serial killer who lures unsuspecting videographers out there. So, you know, kind of he, he's like a killer or whatever. And the second one leans fully into that. He's he invites this girl out and immediately he's like, I'm a serial killer. And I wanted to, like, do this documentary or whatever. And um, so it's like this really weird mm-hmm. kind of meta project, but it's like a creepy horror movie at the same time or whatever. And uh, I just really, really like Mark Duplass a whole lot. And um, he just 
he he's so funny to me in most of the stuff I like, but in this one, he could be really fucking creepy too. And uh, they're really cool. They're really short movies. They're fast. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend these. They're on. I think they're both on Netflix. So. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, we were looking for some like horror stuff last yeah. night. Um, so that that might be a good one. Yeah, seems I would, like they uh, they're like relatively shot. like lower budget, but not like in a bad way. They work yeah. within their means. Yeah, because it's like. Um, it, it reminds me of like Blair Witch. It's lower budget because it doesn't need anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, it's literally just he. There's like a cabin. It's Mark Duplass. He invites a videographer mm-hmm. out to the cabin in the woods. Like there's there's yeah. nobody else. There's like there might be like quick other characters, but there's there like hardly anybody else. There's like not very many locations. It's just a house yeah. in the woods, and you know so they can do it cheaply, but it it works for it. It doesn't feel like they just didn't have the money. They're like, well, we don't really need the money, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's cool nice so it's the the sequel is called creep 2 creep 2 no and the fucking wolf mask he has is awesome once you see it they show it in like the trailers and stuff sometimes it's like a poster even um i think he calls it wolfie um but yeah it's just it's just creepy real original goddamn (laughs) save the budget on that writing i'll tell you what uh but yeah it's it's cool and so i'd recommend it and uh that's all i got I made it through a whole list, man. That's awesome. I'm very That's awesome. excited about it. I'm tapping out as well. Clear that out. done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> For the listener, <laughs> that's Steven's butt. That's the way I play. You know? So, well, I feel like uh, I didn't know going into this episode how good it would be, how bad it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. had uh, no guest stars today, but overall, you know, I feel like it was pretty mm-hmm. good. We had some good times. Uh, sure. Well, anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can find all of our contact info below in the show notes. So uh, send us anything if you care to. Um, otherwise, you know, we've been a little more active. I'm trying to be a little more active personally on instagram mm-hmm. and stuff so uh check us out there and, and our ltas instagram ltas pod uh but yeah anything else for you today brent i don't think so i think that covers everything that we needed to cover obviously you know we did our pop culture catch-up we talked about chris evans dick yep. um we did some guy fietti stuff oh, i yeah. think yeah that's like Covers checking it. all the boxes for a proper ltas show awesome that sounds great mm-hmm. man yeah uh well i guess you know uh next week we'll find out what's what's coming up I, we don't really have any plans maybe we'll do something fun we won't uh probably not i liked brit just shook his head no, no. <laughs> you were like don't put us in that corner yeah don't, no don't set us up for failure steven that's I right apologize well uh brit it was a good show i i had fun talking to you today so uh thanks for listening everybody and until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later bye everyone I sound like I'm, like, shooting ping pong balls at my butt. Oh, my God. Which I haven't been able to do since I, my early 20s, you know? <laughs> Steve, you were there. If we ever have a live show. <laughs> it could be, like, uh, our t-shirt cannon. It's just... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I can fit a t-shirt. I'll work on it. But yeah. uh, we can maybe get some branded ping pong balls. Yeah, maybe some, like, uh, some, like, smalls. <laughs> With like stuff yeah, in there. Maybe a small, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you hit that guy in the back of the, back of the head. 
He's been, he spilled beer everywhere. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, man. Just another day in the life of Eltas. Well, he has a t-shirt. He can wipe out the beer. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But now, now that one's ruined. Hey, buddy, here you go. <laughs> oh, man. Stop hitting me with t-shirts. <laughs> I just got another beer. <laughs> we... It's in our tour writer that we have the fastest possible bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> Just at the ready. Oh, God. Record? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's some good recording. And we're back on Skype. Yeah, you better not fuck this up, Skype. Hello, Steven. <laughs> this is Skype. Eat shit, bitch. You do really good at like adding those extra like weird syllable ticks to it. You make like like the computer voice can make a one syllable word three. Hello, let's talk about stuff, listeners. This is Russian internet. We are voting for you this election. Dosvidania. Baba boy, baba boy. Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> At this point, I mm-hmm. think I would vote for Howard Stern's penis over this guy. You know? Literally anyone outside of Dipshit yeah. Donnie, you know? Anybody. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Shirley um, Temple. Here she's dead. Whatever. Go for it. Oh, I thought you meant the drink. I'll vote for the drink. Yeah. No alcohol. Fine. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> the the drinks up at the podium uh, to give a speech. Somebody walks by. is like, oh, a free drink. They drink it. They're like, the president <laughs> has been assassinated. <laughs> The guy's got like red, like a red mustache. She's like, "What? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Who, who assassinated who?" <laughs> Man, Secret Service really fell out on the job there, though. I feel. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you leave your earpiece at home, though. You oh, know, God, they you kept screaming that. at him. It's like he didn't do it. Yeah, you couldn't hear. Oh man, but, what a tragedy! Speaking of do it, uh, you before we started recording, you had mm-hmm. a question for me regarding coffee and yeah. making do. What what, yeah. what was it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I hear, so uh, to preface, I'm not a coffee drinker. You really weren't, but now you are. And mm-hmm. I've always heard of the magical properties of coffee to uh, poop, helping you poop. And I mm-hmm. was wondering if, uh, if you had experienced that. I mean, it's not really a problem for me, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, I, I feel like I'm regular enough gotcha. that I'm, uh, I'm covered either way. Oh, you're always uh, covered in it? I'm always, yeah. Just like a thick film. Wait, how? Um, but I you... shower it off, and it keeps oh. my my skin nice and brown. So. <laughs> you're like you're like one of those ladies recently that have come out and been like, actually, I'm white, but this for the last twenty years I've acted like I was black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole time yeah. you've just been covered in a, a, a giant poop stain. I am the Rachel Dolezal of Let's Talk About Stuff. <laughs> I'm a poop American. <laughs> poop American. I like that. Yeah. Man. Holy shit. Yeah. So Holy shit. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Man, that would be a great, like, uh, pamphlet to hand out. Mm-hmm. Like, it ha- could have, like, uh, halos and, like, sunbeams behind it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, every time you poop, you're, I mean, it's it comes out dead, right? So the ghost of the poo mm. goes up to heaven. So there could be like, uh, oh, do you know what a chick track is? There's a little like uh, religious um, 
well, like comics or whatever that churches would like hand out or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. they, they were just terrible. They were terrible. Um, but it would be so much fun to put together one of those and like hand them out. And people think it's just like a regular religious, uh, little comic. And then you get like three pages in and then you find out it's mainly about shit. And then also, wait a second, shit ghosts, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is a show that's coming to HBO max here pretty soon. So I'm pretty, I'm excited and for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. This yeah. fall on an all-new shit ghost. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt is back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and guess what? She's whispering to the shit ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> on the reboot of Shit Ghost Whisperer. Man, her career's taking a turn, but I feel like this is her best Taking a turn? Hey. Mm. Well played, sir. Thank Do you want to just use that as the sync word? I mean, there, I feel like we have a lot of options. We got a lot of you money to go with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote down Poop America. Poop America? Yeah. Because okay. I feel like that describes our, our feelings right now. It's just kind of like, oh, man, it's poop. It is. That is very true. I don't want to get political. I don't want to get, you know, I, I don't want to cuss Brent. Mm-hmm. But this is a Poop America right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it. Somebody had to. I said the P word, bro. Stephen Fisher is the only human brave enough to finally stand up and say it while sitting down <laughs> on the toilet he remained yeah he remains well obviously it fits with the theme you know poop america yeah exactly we'll, i didn't want to yeah we'll knock down the uh the echoing of your bathroom walls and in, in the edit but you know we're working on it just so everybody knows you know working yeah. on that eq trying to, yeah trying to dial it in yeah i mailed you a bunch of egg crate for you to put it up in your bathroom so i mm-hmm. think that's gonna help a lot yeah, um, which and I, I didn't understand, so I just wore it. I, I made like a costume. Yeah, I think that still works because it bounces okay. off the walls and absorbs back into, into your body, okay. essentially. Sure, sure. It helps kind of work through your intestines and push out the rest of the, the evil out of you. Um, sure. And, you know, obviously, I can see you on the various cameras I have in your house, specifically the toilet cam. Oh, yeah. So I think it's, yeah, it's helpful. I Actually, if you could shift just a, a little bit. If I could shift. Shift. Oh, shift. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, the thing is, yeah, we record. People don't know that, but we, you know, or don't see it, but they, we record these videos. And um, I, I just wanted to say that, like, I was glad that one time that you also were in the bathroom, but I feel like that would be like, it would make me more comfortable if you were also mm-hmm. in there. So we both could be recording from a porta potty somewhere. I mean, I guess I could. There's uh, construction going on in this very neighborhood. I suppose I could just like run an, an extension cord from my house <laughs> a few blocks down and, you know. Can you imagine like <clears throat> driving by like a neighborhood construction crew mm-hmm. and there's a porta potty and the guys are like in line and you're over there like screw it on your microphone to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I need the space. It's going to be a few, okay? Yeah. I'll just in and out. It's going to be a quick one. Just two and a half hours this time. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Real simple. Check. One, two. One, two. <laughs> right before the show, I, I saw, uh, I guess it was on Instagram. It's like their new reels or whatever. Uh, it's like their TikTok. Mm-hmm. Instagram's TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but there was a video of uh, like three girls in a gym with like a trainer. And the one of the girls was doing like a yoga pose. And the trainer was like pressing on her lower back to like stretch it out. And he just totally just pushed out a fart oh. and, <laughs> and everybody just falls over laughing. It was pretty fantastic. I imagine oh it felt great though. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I've heard that about like masseuses and whatnot. Like mm. they have people fart all the time. And I'm just like, no, I'd, th- I would not be able to maintain my composure. Like, I <laughs> as, get, a, like as a masseuse? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Uh, I, I get that that's your profession, but like farts are funny. You would at least be like, Piusa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm just in character as Jar Jar the rest of the time. It's a rule, actually, at your salon, Mm -hmm. your uh, massaging salon, Mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah, if if it happens, you you automatically slip into Jar Jar. Mm -hmm. If it slips out your crack, Brent slips into character. So... (laughs) If your fart stinks, it activates the binks. Yes! Oh, man, that's the kind of quality that I love about this show. We are starting off, eh, uh, but, you know, yeah. we're having a good time. Well, we're having a good time about it. Yeah. That's fun. So Ooh. shall we sync with Poop America upon the it. numbers three? Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Uh, One, two, three. Poop, Poop America. America. Oh, yeah, that was good. I like Fuck that. Fuck yeah. America. shit. The motherfucking day, yeah, Poop America, <laughs> fuck yeah. We were eating way too much fiber today. Shredded anyway. wheat for you. <laughs> Gonna make you poo. <laughs> I don't know if shredded wheat really does that either. I haven't eaten that in a long time. Uh, I would imagine it does, I imagine yeah. imagine it does, yeah. Oh, that used to be like one of my favorite cereals. Actually, oh, yeah. Shredded, uh, frosted Shred- shredded mini Yeah, for sure. Gotta have that little bit of sugar. Gotta have some sweetness there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a monster. Eh, yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes. <laughs> we'll find out. Go look in your bathroom. You might be a monster. <laughs> if you... <laughs> L-P-A-S.